Hello, hello. It's another case of mixtape and an entity, and my guest this week is Manali. Thank you so much for joining me. This is episode 74 with Manali. Uh, so Manali is actually an artist that we've had featured on the show before. So on Gillian Cosgrove's episode, uh, she picked uh, Signs by Ultrafine, which is one of uh, Manali's creative outlets. Uh, and Gillian kindly made the introduction between us. I also brought up that Manali has a song out called uh, Temple, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, and yeah, I was very excited to get her on. I love getting musicians on the show because I, I know the list is going to be great and there's so many unbelievably beautiful songs on this list. So many chill vibes, a lot of really interesting stuff musically. I was just in love with this. So a, a great list to start off with. Uh, if you're new to the show here, if you don't know what I'm talking about, basically we're going to be talking through some songs. It's available in the form of a playlist. If you click on the link in the description of the podcast, it'll take you straight to Spotify. So any of the songs we're talking about, you can follow along there. You can listen to the songs that we're talking through there. Uh, so yeah, this is a great conversation. Um, obviously a lot more uh, music-focused, music-heavy show um, maybe compared to some of the other episodes I've done. But I really, really enjoyed it. And I feel like I learned a lot from it as well. So hopefully you'll take some stuff away. So we'll, we'll jump right in. I'll talk more at the end of the episode about Manali's music. Please do check it out. It's incredible. But for now, this is episode 74 of Mixtape and Identity with Manali. actually listen to music at the moment i think um i'd probably say a couple of hours a day at least like commuting is probably when i right. listen to it or cooking dinner or something just have it on in the background okay cool and do you do you try to find new music or do you are you settled into the stuff you know you know that's such an interesting question because normally i would be really into just like digging through stuff or like I, I post on my Instagram story sometimes and I'm like put your music recommendations but recently mm. I feel like because you know sometimes life's just a bit more unpredictable and you want a soundtrack that you trust <laughs> so I think sure. at the moment I've kind of gone back a bit to some of my old favorites like I make monthly playlists and usually they're full of like the new stuff I'm listening to but recently I find myself really like leaning back on like comfortable music that i know i'm going to enjoy when it comes on mm, yeah that's interesting because i think the most of the time when we talk about the like going back to old reliable it's usually something to do with like the the thing that you're doing so like for me driving like mm. i will always stick on stuff that i know um um because i don't want to have to like flick through songs that i don't enjoy um and there's a particular vibe you want when you're driving and stuff like that yeah um but yeah, I don't think I've really talked about the sort of the 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 mindset and the comfortability around it mm. as well. But that does mm. make a lot of sense to me because the, yeah, there are certain there are definitely certain albums that I would go back to at times if I'm if I'm feeling a bit uneasy or you know mm. just something comfortable. But yeah, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, because I think it's just like like you say, you don't have to waste any time selecting and you don't get that decision fatigue of like oh how do I want to feel today like if I just have that playlist and I know those songs are always going to make me feel good it takes that one extra thing out of my day yeah 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 makes sense all right perfect um and then uh, like I, I like asking this question when I have a uh, guess on who make music but um do you like 
do you have a different approach to listening to music when you're in the middle of that creative process are there songs that you try to avoid or songs that you try to listen to more of what's yeah. the 100 percent. that's such a cool question yeah um no definitely i think when i'm writing i tend to listen less to the top line and more to the arrangement when i listen to other music when i'm making music okay because sure. um i find like my top line writing is the first thing that comes out and it's usually the most solid in terms of i understand what i'm trying to do and then right. I kind of try and look for inspiration around that because I have less experience with arranging and, um, you mm. know, writing chords or instrumentation, things like that. Um, but I think it's definitely like I try to listen to music either really in the vein of what I'm trying to make or like really left of center. Mm. Um, just so I'm kind of getting like a spectrum of... Um, like sound I guess so I don't like stick to the one thing or I might hear something yeah. in a completely different genre and be like that's really cool I want to put that in or mm -hmm. I really like the vocal production on that random like country song and like that kind of right. really works for my voice or something so I feel like it's definitely I definitely listen to music differently but I think mm. I'm always I'm kind of like looking for things to inspire me it's really a bit like digging it feels like I'm searching through stuff but yeah yeah all right perfect um all right well look let's jump into the playlist then so yeah. song one is a song you fell in love with straight away so you went for saturn returns by ben yes. can yes um yeah i think i think it came out either this year or the year before and mm -hmm. just the second it started i was like yep this is it you just know when you know you know <laughs> Um, sure. And I've been listening to Ben Khan since I was in high school. And if you go back to his stuff from like 2013, it sounds like it could have been made next year. Like there's just, he's just such right, a okay. forward thinking creative. And I don't know if that's just him or if that's intentional, but it kind of has this endurance about it, his his mm. music. And um, right, okay. Satin Returns has been consistently in my playlist every month since january i'm pretty sure right so okay. or like whenever since since i found it mm -hmm. yeah i it's a really beautiful song i am um, so this this is I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna be honest uh, right off the bat that this a uh, genre of music is something that i don't really have an awful lot of exposure to um yeah. most of the time like the kind of stuff that I go for typically is like bands, guitar based. Um, been trying to my, like me expanding my horizons recently has been getting into pop music. Yeah, um, yep. the last couple of years. So, um, so yeah, I I don't really have the the vocabulary or the uh, the the insight when it comes to um this kind of type of music, um, but. I don't know. I, I think it's 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 the atmosphere that it creates that is so compelling to me, and it's got these big like these big swells, mm. um, like like this kind of drone throughout this like this rise and fall, and it, it like it feels like it feels like breathing almost. It's um yeah. yeah, it's 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 really beautiful. Yeah, and I you absolutely have the vocabulary for it. That's exactly how I describe it too. Okay, good. <laughs> like, no, it just it makes so much sense, and I think it's also this idea of the return, and we keep 
it doesn't feel like a loop, but that swell keeps bringing us back to the same idea, and we feel like it, it's fresh, but it also, towards the end of the song, when it starts changing, you've realised just how long it's been in one state, and yeah. I feel like that's yeah. kind of the energy of the song. Um, yeah, absolutely. About this, like, you know, the the lyrics are so... They're so, like, heartbreaking of, like being in a in a place with someone and being like is this going to be forever or how long am i going to mm. stay will yeah will this end eventually and so it's that that limbo feeling that it creates so well with those swells mhm yeah yeah uh, yeah and the uh, yeah i i think i i'm very susceptible and very like um easily uh swayed when it comes to how i'm supposed to feel about a song but even just the fact that it's got saturn in the title just makes me think of deep space when i listen to the song yeah um and that kind of like that uh vulnerability that smallness in there mm. as well um but yeah it's it's yeah it, it's beautiful yeah it's really it's really stunning but it like kind of wears away at you it doesn't kind of like stab you you know like some songs do mm, mm-hmm. and they've yeah. you know they've kind of got you in their grip and you're just like weeping curled up on the floor <laughs> this sort of like you don't find out that it's really dug its nails until you've listened to it a few times and you go oh this is a bit real yeah yeah i know what you mean. I know what yeah you mean. it's just like you see you, you yeah i found myself really taken by surprise by it but yeah. maybe it's it's just what I've been needing this year is that this idea of like feeling that limbo and feeling that repetition, but knowing that it does resolve because it does mm. feel like it goes somewhere at the end. We just don't know where, but at least something changed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Sure. All right. Perfect. I song two then is a song that took you a while. So you went for flicks by Free Free. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm so, I'm just remembering what I put on the list. Yeah. <laughs> God, I love this song. This is like this is another one that I keep coming back to. It's the, on my August playlist. Mm-hmm. Um and when you say took me a while, is it took me a while to find or took me a while to like? I mean, I I guess it's open to interpretation. Yeah. I think mo- most of the time it's a song that took you a while to to like. Yeah. But I have had the interpretation of it, it took a while to find as well so yeah i think it's like well, a mix how, how did you of both. read it yeah I th- okay. yeah because i i the one like image and heap song that i knew was like hide and seek or whatever and then i knew right. let go by frufru from high school right, sure and then yeah. it might have been actually in the dressing room with jill and maddie or something like that where we were listening to more image and heap um mm-hmm. and it might, yeah, it might have just been one of those things I went and listened to that Fru Fru album and it just stuck with me. But mm-hmm. it's just so odd. Like, mm. it's yeah. an odd piece of music and the her lyrics are odd. And I yeah. like that you could listen to it ten times and ha- get a different meaning every time. Yeah. 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 Def- yeah. It's very, very layered. Um, mm. Yeah. I I was fascinated by Imogen Heap when I was a a, a teenager. Um, like I was mo- as I said, I'm mostly into like rock music, but um, like there were just certain songs by Imogen Heap that just I was completely transfixed by. Mm. And I wish it stuck at it a little bit. I wish it like maintained that kind of uh, obsession with her because I've seen mm. stuff that she's been doing recently. Um, 
uh, I'm sure you've seen like the the this instrument that she plays with just her hand. Yeah. And a computer, and it's the just gloves, like, like the Mimu it, gloves. Yeah, the, God Almighty! Like, and I think one of the reasons I really like that is like when I when I was a teenager, when I like um I would uh try and write music, and the main way I would do that is just with a, a loop pedal. Mm, um. Yeah. So that kind of like starting with one thing, layering on another thing, you know, and just continually adding and like, and that's basically what I would do. That's how that's how I would relax is as I just add like mm. notes here and there and just add and try and like build the sound, um, and then once it was done, I would just like completely clear it and delete it and yeah, you know, it was kind of like a, a Buddhist garden, but mm. um, but yeah, Imogen Heap is like the master of that of like layering a sound like taking one thing just adding another element and just creating mm. something like this so just ethereal it yeah mm. it's, it's crazy but yeah she's flex like a, is like sorry go on. i was gonna say she's just like a master builder <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely yeah. yeah um but yeah this is a little bit different this is like the, the again yeah i mean it's i was gonna say it's a little bit odd but that, i mean that doesn't really doesn't really differentiate from from that's true that's true (laughs) yeah it's just like i don't know she's she's the kind of artist that you can find comfort in but also you learn a lot when you listen and it might and it could and it might just be passive but you're taking in so much new information and i feel like Mm -hmm. that's i don't think very many artists do that anymore like there's a real like sharing of knowledge that comes across mm-hmm. in her music like even even as simple as her using the word enmity like who uses that like in lyrics like what are you doing <laughs> so it's just stuff like that which is like you know what i'm gonna entertain you and expand your vocabulary and show you like what music can do it's just yeah. she just she's like a benevolent all-knowing god <laughs> but yeah so. yeah she's been a massive massive inspiration to me over the years i really relate to the kid in their room playing on the loop pedal energy mm. as well like yeah. i think the first song of hers that i tried to sing or cover was um just for now you know how she performs that live with the loop anyway so i was just like mm-hmm. trying to copy her loops and you know right. and her pitch live yeah. just ridiculous mm-hmm. and also when you're looping that's like such a skill to have to yeah. know that you're gonna hit yeah. hit the note every time it's yeah it's amazing yeah. like immediately and to like to go straight to it like i yeah, yeah. I, I cannot i cannot relate to that in any shape before <laughs> yeah, no. I, I just like, you, you need to give me a minute to make sure that i've got like <laughs> any kind of tone or pitch like oh yeah i just yeah i no, can't I get totally that at get all you. do you still yeah. do you write music now no well i haven't i haven't played music in a long time i um I have one song on Spotify and I've uh, written a couple of other songs but um uh yeah not 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 for not for a bit. I've got mm. a 2-year-old son. Um Oh wow. I use, I use him as the excuse I guess, <laughs> but I also haven't sure. played music for like for a couple of years before that. So mm. um so yeah, I I the only thing that I do now <laughs> or have done recently is I will um my friend uh Mac um macaroni prince he streams on twitch mm. um and uh i've had a lot of fun taking things that people have said on stream and then turning them into silly little songs oh fun um, i love that 
so yeah just like it's just stuff on cakewalk and i got a, a mini keyboard and yeah. um yeah it's just it's nonsense and it's it's not good but it's <laughs> no, uh, it's fun that. It's a, we, it's, a good, um, it's a good creative outlet. Yeah, we um, I, I need to send this to you, but in lockdown, my partner and I got really obsessed with uh, Dragon's Den, uh-huh. like the British one, yeah, and yeah. Um, there's a guy on it called Peter Jones, right? Like yeah. this rich dude. And there's a clip on YouTube of like some, you know, entrepreneur doing their thing, and uh-huh. we had closed captions turned on on YouTube. And the um, voiceover during the episode just goes, Peter Jones wants a piece of the action. But the the closed captions picked it up as Pizza Jones, P-I-Z-Z-A. So my partner and I sat down and we wrote this little ditty called Pizza Jones. And I feel like it's exactly what you're saying you've been doing. So I need to send it to you. We need need this to happen. Yeah, please. But oh, it's just, so yeah, it's good to have that little creative outlet, make silly little things. Because also yeah. as a creative person, when you're like, you grow up doing this thing for fun, and then all of a mm. sudden you realize that it should be monetized, and then it's not fun anymore, because it's your job now. It's like you have yeah. to get back to the core of like why it's fun, and why yeah, it can be absolutely. low stakes. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I, I That's, yeah, that's that's definitely a big, a big thing. I don't realize how much I, how, how much I miss it until i start mm. doing it again like uh, and how much it's uh yeah it's a bit it's a big it's a big part of my makeup i think um mm. so thankfully i have this and like uh, this is like a good creative outlet for me and it's a good way to like you know experience new music and um yeah. things like that so uh i still have that but um but yeah it's 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 important to maintain even even if it's you know i would say to, to anyone who's been musical in the past like to try and keep it up in some shape or form um because yeah. It, yeah it's 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 good for the soul yeah very healing sure. might be time to break yeah. out the old loop pedal again 100 <laughs> <laughs> somewhere anyway, um right uh song three is a song from introduction to music so you went for yesterday by the beatles yeah i mean you can't get more classic than that <laughs> I chatted to my yeah. parents about this because I was just visiting them and they mm-hmm. threw a, a bunch of like very random songs at me of like my first experiences of music and it right. was from like everything from sort of like the Bollywood hits of 1998 okay. to like right. um, Boney M and like okay. Earth, Wind and Fire but it was like yeah. definitely the Beatles is what I remember the most like road trip cassettes like back when cassettes were a thing um and you know now listening to the song as an adult it's just one of the best pieces of music ever written so yeah i'm just glad that that was part of my forming my ear i guess yeah yeah can't go wrong with it yeah it's um yeah it's a classic um I don't think either of my parents were really into the Beatles. I think my dad was definitely too cool for the Beatles. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> I mean, he was into, like, Bruce Springsteen is, like, his big artist. Um, so I, I don't know how cool that is, if I'm honest. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I had to get into the Beatles late. But um, I, I, I love having songs like this on the playlist because Yesterday is a song that I 
wouldn't normally make a lot of time for you know like unless it's like unless it's for this Mm. um i would only hear it on the radio or if someone put it on like in a bar or if it was out somewhere um i don't think i would listen to it myself with you know the the good headphones and stuff like that Mm. um and it's it's good to get a reminder of that sometimes just how good these songs are like yesterday is an insanely beautiful song the the longing in it the despair the vulnerability Mm. it's so beautifully written and just really like simply and elegantly put together it's yeah Yeah. it's beautiful beautiful song but i i never listened to it it's yeah it's not a choice i make yeah, now that you say that, I, I can't remember the, actually the last time I sat down and had to listen to it. I feel mm. like it's just, it's one of those things that's like dangerously evocative. You have to be prepared before you put it on. It's one of those songs that stabs you that I was talking about before. It's yeah. like, maybe we don't go back often because it's painful to be reminded of what that feeling of yesterday is. You know, it's like, we yeah. have to be careful with ourselves around that song or something. Yeah. You know, yeah. like protect ourselves from it a bit. Like, just you know, if we don't listen to it, we can pretend it doesn't exist. But it does, and it, it's it's touched us all. So, yeah. you know, it's one of yeah. those. It's weird, but I I completely agree. I don't know that I've made time to like sit down and listen to it. I will now, but mm. um, yeah, it's just such a masterclass in songwriting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just it doesn't. There's no frills. It's just. It, it really takes me back to something I've been thinking about a lot, which is, am I, am I doing this for me because I have to, because I, I was mm. born and then I had to make stuff or am I doing mm. it because I want to be perceived a certain way or want to make my mark on the world in a certain way? And it's, you know, mm. I can't pretend to guess what <laughs> he was thinking about when he wrote it, but there's something yeah. in that just reminds me to go back to like the purity of what it is to like make something from the heart yeah and and when yeah, you absolutely. do how how it speaks to so many people because it's this, it's so like fragile and human mm-hmm. yeah for yeah. sure um yeah i would say knowing what we know about the bills now we said i said something wrong now long for yesterday probably something very problematic or abusive <laughs> yeah. that's, yeah, that's yeah, why yeah, no. she, yeah. That's yeah, true, she that's had to true. go wouldn't say, wouldn't say why I said something wrong you know what you said you, yeah, you yeah. said something pretty brutal or cutting I would imagine yeah yeah, it's it's this, a little bit gaslighting, almost certainly your huh? fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly no Who, I definitely I don't know. hear that she had to go, she wouldn't say didn't say why she went like, yeah, you know, Paul. You know, yeah. <laughs> Paul's refusing yeah. to do some self-reflection, a little bit of yeah, critical absolutely. thinking. Paul is yeah. Paul's doing a little bit of playing the victim. So, Paul, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> quit that. Yeah, I'm glad he did though. It's like a good song. Yeah, it's um, a great song. It's a great song. <laughs> Just uh, we don't think too hard about it, and then it's over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God, I mean, the Beatles would have been shit if they all went to therapy. Um, yeah, true. No, instead they all went to my home country and did many drugs. <laughs> Who needs therapy when you have yoga? Absolutely. I've always said that. 
Um, right, song four is a song that makes you happy. So you went for Geo by Sam Gallatry. Do you know this Gallatry. guy? Geo by Sam Gallatry. Uh, no, I don't. He's Scottish. Uh, I haven't come across him before. He is Scottish, yes. Um, and he sings in his Scottish accent, which I just love. Like people keep, yes. ch- even I do. I change my accent when I sing versus how I sound when I talk. And he just mm-hmm. sings in his Scottish accent. Yeah. I just, yeah. there's something so pure and fun about that. I'm just, it's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm g- generally speaking, very drawn to Scottish music. Um, I think more than most countries or regions, I would say. Um, Scottish bands and Scottish artists are like I think they would probably have the highest number or highest percentage of artists that stick to their dialect and their accent when yeah. they're making music um, but yeah like I, I, I noticed that as well when I was listening to this I was like this is it sounds very you know um, I, I don't know LA but when, when I heard his voice I was like that's he's from around he's from near here yeah, I, can, yeah. I can, I can, I'm picking up on something here. Some yeah. Gaelic brethren, yeah. <laughs> yeah, brethren. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. And I just love like the raw anger and frustration, and how when mm. somebody sings or speaks in their own accent, mm-hmm. and and they're speaking from the heart, like it just it 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 has a different energy. There's the mm-hmm. truth, the authenticity is like really. Um, I don't know, like really engaging and exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love—I no, just love juxtaposition in music. I love this like super upbeat, like super like you know party beat. And then he's like singing these absolutely cutting lyrics, like mm-hmm. they're so bitey and spicy. And he's yeah. like so mad, and he's being so like petty. And I'm yeah. obsessed with it. He's like he he says I wish you the best with all your future endeavors. That's, that's cold. exactly the yes, that's exactly the line that I picked out as well. And so it's such good. a yeah, it's such a it it's it's such a catty thing to say, isn't it? Yeah. It's so just like yeah, I wish you the best with all your future endeavors. Future endeavors is such oh yeah, it's oh, it's such a yeah. bitchy little line. It's I know, great. and it's it captures so that like this idea of like lovers to strangers like you knew this person you probably did baby talk with them and now all of a sudden it's formal mm-hmm. and you know bitchy like that i just yeah it's great and it's you know cool. it's a pop song but i feel like for a well he's been around for like 10 years but for an quote-unquote up-and-coming artist mm-hmm. it's it's really again forward-thinking music it's yeah. it doesn't really sound like a lot of things i've heard before no no it's uh yeah it's really funky i yeah. Uh, yeah i really like this and and again one that i um i've been listening to a lot like i I listen to all the songs for um you know for getting up to speed for the um conversations and stuff mm. but um this is one in particular i've been obsessed with it's so much fun yeah it's so um, like those piano stabs and like guitar riff like it's great mm. And I think yeah, he's primarily absolutely. a guitar player, so he like learned other instruments from learning the guitar, which usually you get people doing that with keys up. Okay. Or, you know, from right. keys. So I uh-huh. find that really interesting as well. Yeah. yeah like yeah, he's yeah. got a really, he's got a guitarist sensibility when it comes to writing his keys lines, mm-hmm. which yeah. is just like a fun thing to notice. 
Mm-hmm. It's very. It's like the yeah. It's interesting you said that the the guitar track in it is like it's very proficient. Um, but it it blends in very well, which is quite mm. nice. Like it's it it fits into the song nicely. Yeah. Because I think a lot of times, like I I, I hear a lot of um, like this sort of like guitar solo in a pop song is usually quite jarring. It's quite like it's 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 its own thing. Yeah. Whereas this is like it very much feels like part of the track it's all that yeah all one thing but yeah Yeah, it doesn't feel as formulaic as if it was just like a solo and then like separate Mm, from the rest mm -hmm. of the song it feels really organic that way which i find really interesting yeah it's like so much of songwriting is like filling the sonic space right like which which sections of the frequency need coloring in a little bit and i feel like Mm -hmm. that's something he does really well it doesn't feel like there are gaps it feels like it doesn't feel like an assault on your senses per se, but it just feels like the entire spectrum, like the bubble around your head is full. And yeah. I like I mm-hmm. like feeling that like wholeness and the warmth right. of that sound. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh all right, song five is a song that makes you sad. So you've gone for Meinagir Kahoon from Om Shanti Om. Oh yeah. Um yeah, so this is a, a Bollywood movie that I've loved for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Um, the I think the reason the song makes me feel sad is, I guess, because the context of the movie. So in right. like in like Bollywood mainly, but a lot in the Indian film industry, there's less of there's less of kind of a music industry on its own, separate to the songs also being in movies. Like people have made yeah, singing sure. careers out of being the the dubbing singers. Mm-hmm. So I find that that's one really cool thing that they kind of intertwine like that. Right. Um, but it also makes like the story, the story of the song, like because it lives in the context, it makes it really powerful for me because I love that movie. Right. Um, okay. Sure. But yeah, it's basically about kind of like this person is like pursuing someone who's like the love of their life. But mm-hmm. yeah, it just there's there's a wistfulness that it may never happen there's like an unrequited love feeling to it right okay um what okay. did what did you think when you listened to it <laughs> yeah i really liked it so i intentionally held off on looking up the uh the lyrics and the context of the movie um and just listened to it as a song yeah. um for the first few times um and it was it was it was interesting listening to it in that way because there's a lot of different a lot of different ways you could take it emotionally i think mm. um but i think there is there's definitely some upbeat elements to it but i think the thing that i took from it actually was longing that was mm. the thing that i felt the most when i was listening to the song um and then yeah i looked up the lyrics and uh yeah like it yeah i was i was very smug i was very pleased with myself but um <laughs> the uh the translation of the lyrics it actually it, it translates really well um, oh yeah which, I, you know sometimes with you know songs that aren't in english you l- read the lyrics and you're like what what <laughs> are, what does it what are they trying to say but yeah. you know i think that the refrain of it is like i feel lost since i find you mm. um and that 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 line keeps coming up and then there's uh there's this verse that was like you're your grace strand and your playfulness is shown on your face. Thick strands of your hair are resting on your face with pride. 
the flowing scarf is like a cloud. It's like moonlight in your arms. The beauty of moonlight. Mm. Like, God, that's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure what that means, but that is beautiful. Yeah. Um, no. It's that, it's that like, when the person you love is just like taking out the trash, there's so much like beauty in that. Like the, yeah. the shape of their limbs as they hold the big bag of trash. Like, you know, it's really like this This person is like the pinnacle, the epitome of beauty. Like the, mm. the, moon, the moon shies away from your complexion. You're more beautiful than the moon. Like it has all of this very like deeply like classical romantic sort of very expansive like language and energy, which I just, it's campy, right. but it's like what I've, it's a lot of indie music is like that. And the, and hmm. well, I mean, songs that are like written in the language that they're written in always sound best or sound more correct in that language. So sure. like, it's like listening to it in Hindi is like every single word feels so intentional and it's said mm. in such a beautiful way. Like what a beautiful way to express love. But yeah, that wistfulness and that longing is, um, yeah, it just really, it gets to me. There yeah. was a strong contender for this one as well. The second one was um, Samrad Samrad by The Gloaming. But I okay. think that one was too sad. Okay. But I think All that right. one is in Gaelic. So that okay. w- So either way, this song was going to be not English. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. I... So yeah, so obviously read the the lyrics and then looked up the plot of the film. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> yeah, mean, how'd you go with that? <laughs> I feel a little uneasy uh, <laughs> judging it so harshly as a um yeah, uh, a white Irishman. Um see not intimately familiar with uh with Bollywood. But <laughs> I still it's, I yeah I was reading it because it, on Wikipedia it's broken up into two sections so obviously mm-hmm. there's like two halves of the movie yeah, yeah um but yeah I was reading it it was like and I didn't realize I was reading just the first section so I was like oh my god so yeah so yeah for anyone who's not seen Om Shanti Om um I I'll briefly summarize what I've read and you, you can tell me where I've gone wrong if I have but uh so basically boy meets girl girl is very successful uh uh actress boy is not so much uh fall in love does he save her from a fire and then they become friends Mm -hmm. and then he finds out that she's actually married and she's pregnant and the husband is abusive and then he traps her in another fire and then beats him up the the boy um and then she dies in the fire and then he gets hit by a car and then <laughs> dies yeah and that's the end of the first half of the movie yeah yep and then the second half of the movie is he is reborn <laughs> 30 years later and finds her doppelganger and then sets out to take revenge on the husband yeah that's pretty yeah. succinct and accurate cool we love a reincarnation story (laughs) (laughs) and it runs for 170 minutes it sure does and that's the norm your your oppenheimers being the you know being the outlier none of that in india 
three hours or more. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's just they. Um, it's yeah, it's really not about being economical. It's really about being as massive about everything as possible. Yeah. It's an epic. Yeah. It really is. It's 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 like a historical epic. <laughs> um but yeah it's fucking crazy yeah 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 that's um oh so Shah Rukh Khan plays Om in both yeah yeah the first half and the second half of the story yeah yeah so the idea is when he gets hit by that car he's the person driving the car is a, a, a famous Bollywood film producer whose wife is in labor and so, sure. like, the second that he, like, the producer hits him and takes him to the hospital with his wife. And as sure. the wife gives birth, Orm dies and is reincarnated okay. as, the, as the son that is born. Right. Okay. Yeah. Naturally. <laughs> Naturally. Naturally. Why am I having to explain this to you? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. That, that, uh, should, that goes without saying. Um, oh, God. So yeah, um, I'm I'm fascinated. I, I yeah, I kind of want to watch this. Yeah, you might um, you might enjoy it. The music yeah. is really quite fun. Do you know what? Like I like I genuinely really enjoyed the music. Um, yeah, and uh, you know I'm I'm, uh, I'm saying it's very tongue in cheek around the the plot of the film, but um, I mean you could you, there. are plenty of films you could look at and look at the plot and go that sounds mental yeah but, it's um, absolutely crazy it's yeah, cra- yeah. Um, but no i totally get you it's it's like you know it's a fun it's a fun crazy plot but i yeah, yeah. i totally get where you're coming from yeah it's I'm, I'm, I'm on board like uh, yeah yeah just, give it a watch honestly absolutely yeah just go off just do what you want just yeah yeah do that reincarnation story i'm <laughs> totally here for it <laughs> yeah yeah I like it. I like it. All right. Um, song six is a song to relax to. So you went for Sleepless Nights by <gasps> Dinner Party. Mm, yeah. You always know that a song's going to be good when there's like nine artists listed on it and they're all like extremely proficient jazz musicians. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, this appeals to my R&B, jazz and soul sensibilities while also giving me something new and like fresh mm. and it's mm-hmm. a sample i believe i don't know what of but yeah it's this is a sample which is why it like loops around so much but it's just right, okay. very simple it's just got like kind of one refrain and then that insane sax solo at the end and they just called it a day yeah yeah absolutely um, um yeah i think a lot of I'm, I'm sensing a pattern with a lot of the songs i've put on this list there's a lot of like wistfulness and longing and nostalgia mm. kind of energy in a lot of these songs um, yeah I see but yeah it kind of just it is very reminiscent isn't it mm-hmm. um yeah no it really is I sampled Ninth Wonder featuring Smitty Can't Breathe oh yeah that's it Can't Breathe yep yeah I can, yeah again I really really like this um mm. this is we sort of talked about um, uh, this was Saturn Returns around like the sort of like the the, the, the really chilled energy it's obviously slightly different but I mean this would 
that this would lie you down on, on a soft bed. Yeah. It's so, like, I feel like a feather, you know, like that mm. sort of that, that gradually floating down yes. when I listen to this. Yes. I'm, I'm a sucker for horns. Like, I, like, immediately on board when I hear yeah. that. Um, but, oh, yeah, it's just, it's just so beautiful. It's so, I've said beautiful so many times already, but, um, <laughs> it's so chill it's I, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm in love with it yeah it's great yeah and it's so like again it's one of those things that feels really you know if you're in a relaxing mood it'll jive with you but if you're in a mood where you want to mm. like really listen to something it can also give you that experience of so oh, much yeah. detail and like this really well-constructed melody that sort of soars over this like super like intentional instrumentation and like the arrangement sure. yeah it's just gorgeous yeah very yeah. easy listening yeah. but yeah it could offer you that experience of learning something new as well which i really appreciate yeah. 100 like like from someone who isn't jazz trained or anything like listening to things that slowly get me into the jazz world is mm. is really you know you just learn a lot from it um it expands yeah. my horizons which is good absolutely uh cool all right song seven is a song from your preteen years so i uh, you've gone for, this is a this is shaking things up you've gone for forever by the veronicas yep i absolutely have i think that this was the first cd i bought with my own money the first music i bought with my own money and mm-hmm. um it changed my life i think i was eight and i was like this is ex- this is exactly how i feel the angst right yeah, the, yeah, yeah. You know, it's amazing. Yeah. I just and they're like now when you go back and listen to that, you're like, those are some really vocally gifted teenagers who could sing like yes. that. And also, yeah. just I've I've never really been into like rock or punk or that side. Like I've done my time in pop punk and I've done my time in like a bit of the emo side of things. But I think <laughs> this is the I'll always have this. I'll always have the Veronicas forever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Did yeah. Did you have the Veronicas over in Ireland? So the Veronicas were featured on, uh, you know, FIFA. Oh um, yeah, yeah. I so FIFA used to have like the most brilliant soundtracks, um, and every year it was like there's a totally new focus on it, and um, they they used to have some amazing songs, but the Veronicas were on one of them. Um, oh, and, which uh, song? I'm sure it was for. I think it was forever. Um, okay, love. <laughs> yeah, because also Untouched was their big one that kind of went. Oh, overseas you know a think, bit more. Yeah. Do you know what? It. Now you're saying that I think it may have been Untouched. Yeah, with the crazy uh, violins. Da, 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 yes, da, da. it. Yeah. It wasn't touched. Yes, exactly. That's the one. Yes, yeah. Now you say that. That's exactly what it was. Um. But yeah, no, I'd, I'd come across forever before. I think it's actually been on the on the show before as well. Great um, taste, <laughs> your yeah, guests have 100%. great taste. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I it's it, yeah, I I can't argue with it. I mean, I'm still into like my my rock music and stuff. So I'm I'm and yeah. I'm a sucker for a, uh, a a a muted guitar as well, which they have obviously really leaned into <laughs> in this song. Yeah, uh, which is great. the whole riff. Yeah, um, so good yeah oh it's brilliant i the um you can you can tell that they're young 
and they've written it as well because yeah. you know obviously you've got the angst and stuff but then you've also got the sort of like the lyrics which um i mean i think if they maybe took a little bit more time maybe you know could have rewritten some of them <laughs> how dare you is that what is that <laughs> no come on there's, no, no, one no, said, there's one that said um is it let me g- give you the night of your life that's yeah. what I said, all right. Let me take you on like, the ride of your life. That's the one, that's yeah. That's what I that's said. What I said. All right. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. one in particular. That that one like as yeah. again, as someone who's written like a few songs, that's one that's the one that you write down, you go, I'll come back to it. Yeah. That's then, a placeholder. Yeah. And then they've got to the studio and they're like, fuck it. We'll just yeah. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah, <laughs> I just really love the line they keep coming back to is like because I don't really care or like we don't really care is the line they keep coming yeah. back to at the end of all the verses it's so funny yeah yeah it's great um, um, but the chorus it's so good yeah come on yeah, baby we're epic. gonna live forever like yes <laughs> yes we are yeah it's, it's I, I, I can't argue with it um, yeah so you said you've done your time with the the pop punk and the emo, which is a really funny way of putting it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, did um, did this inform your music taste when you were younger at all, or was this sort of I like so. this uh, an outlier? No, I think I still have a soft spot spot for it. Like, I'll still go back and listen to it, like um, all time low and um, okay, like boys like girls. Like, I don't know what what, what would you classify that as, like pop punk or emo i don't know or yeah i guess so yeah yeah some like in that vein is kind of like i had my um moments with that but definitely still fond memories um with with that music it's just like Mm. something i don't know that i reach for now but again it's just like i never know when i'm gonna be in the mood i I never say no um i think pretty much the only genre that i'd find that i can't always really get into but i have a respect for is like screamo and like heavy metal it's like i respect that that's you know somebody's art um Mm -hmm. and at the same time there's something about it that i feel like a little bit alienated from and maybe that's like a cultural thing and the other thing Mm. is maybe like really deep country i can't get into. okay sure but most other things i'm like i'm open to rock i'm open to pop punk yeah yeah stuff Yeah. yeah okay is it is the deep country because it's invariably a bit racist or <laughs> i mean i mean maybe i don't know it depends i think i think it's maybe not that it's necessarily racist i think maybe it's just like a, i don't know because because it's i can't put all of country under one assumption because no, sure. there are country songs that i do like and there yeah. are country songs that i've gone like that's amazing and also like the origin of country is you know also the origin of like blues music and and you know soul and jazz so like i sort of they're all kind of intertwined for me but i feel like modern country music like there's a lot of racist country musicians (laughs) doing weird shit now also making music um but yeah it's just something about the pickup trick and the and the girl in the hat and the boots and the cows and i'm like okay like it's just a bit like okay we've had that song (laughs) <laughs> you know yeah, yeah just i would i would listen to country music a bit more if 
the subject matter was more varied. Like, I'd love to sure. listen to, like, and I'm sure there is one, I just haven't found it yet, like a country right. song that's, like, really introspective and, like, existential. Um, right. And we don't yeah. mention hey, like, at all. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like there are country music country musicians, like, doing that. Like, I feel like Casey Musgraves writes, like, really good pop country music, but I haven't really had a yes. go at it. So, you know, it's right, not to okay, say it's yeah. not out there. So I don't want to just rag on country music. Um, sure. It's just maybe yeah. I just haven't found my doorway in yet. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, yeah. There's, um, I, if you have a look back, I'm not include this because it's just a shameless plug, but if you have a look back on uh, uh, some previous episodes, Meg, Meg Yeager... Mm -hmm. I'm a Brisbane-based comic. Uh, she picked quite a few country songs in her list, okay, um, including Casey Musgrave, and uh, there's some really great ones in there. There's um, World Surprise is a uh, a great one in that. Um, okay, cool. I'll, I'll I'll ping you afterwards, but yeah, there's some. Yeah, it 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 is out there. There there is some yeah. like really like beautifully done country, and I think that uh, that type of country music is really good. It, it actually has that sort of that um juxtaposition that you were talking about which is that sort of like you have a quite an upbeat like you know that kind of like that country vibe mm. but some of the stuff that they're singing about is like thoroughly depressing um, yeah and that's that's yeah. like actually a big part of it it's just of country music like the genre itself yeah. is like quite introspective at times it's just that's not the music that represents country in the mainstream and i don't know that i've sure had the inclination to go beyond that but i i really want to now because there's sure. also people yeah. that are sort of taking the country cut out like there's this band from new south wales called seaforth and i know nothing about them except this one song and it's country mm -hmm. there's fully banjo in it but it's also electronic so like taking this you know mm -hmm. kind of skeleton and it's a pop it's yes. a pop song but it's got country elements uh -huh. and like right. i enjoy the country element about it you know yeah. so I think it's just about yeah. maybe being in the mood for country and yeah. going and having a dig but like please send me those I'll go listen to okay. that episode yeah I got I was all, all very on board with what you said about like country with a, a electronic element and then I remembered that Mumford and Sons exist and then I thought <laughs> <laughs> maybe not quite as on board yeah, no, anyway. I don't know about that. Um, maybe I'll just send <laughs> you this one song. Maybe I'll send you this one song and just, like, see. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, like, yeah, it's, like, a bit more modern than Mumford & Sons, maybe, yeah. A bit more modern than Mumford & Sons? Yeah, just I, a I didn't touch. know. I didn't know such a thing was possible. <laughs> um, right. Song It is a cover. So you went oh. for Moon River by mm. Frank Ocean yeah I mean it's just a bit weird yeah and I, I enjoy that like I, I have listened to a lot of Frank Ocean in my life and I really like his he's got like this collage sensibility when it comes to like the way he arranges and mm -hmm. I like that he applied that sort of idea to a very well-known, very well-loved tune. And yeah. I feel like it's done respectfully, but still adds something a bit new and makes it a bit more gritty. Yes. Which yeah. I really enjoy. Yeah. 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 
it's funny you said that because my my thought is like I, I don't know exactly how to put this but i feel like it's 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 done respectfully but it's also done disrespectfully yeah in a way that i like in a way that's gone like okay this song is its own thing and we don't have to we don't have to replicate the song to respect it yeah we can take elements that we like we can discard elements that we don't like we can create our own thing mm. using this collage is really good like a really good way of putting it actually because mm-hmm. it is like they sort of just chopped it up and then created a new shape or like a like a new image almost from it yeah um but yeah it's it's i i, I really really like that and i think that's that's something i'm drawn to quite a lot when it comes to like a really great cover Mm. is a sort of like almost this kind of it's almost like a disrespect to the original in a way that i appreciate in a way that i like where they're not just copy and pasting the song and like make it a new genre and like taking the arrangement and like how do we make that arrangement fit like this kind of like instrument uh instrumental style yeah um they're actually just like completely changing it up Um, yeah Um, and i think you have to really understand and appreciate the song as well to to do that successfully you can't just like listen to it once or twice and then chop it up you have to sort of, you have to really get the song yeah to do that well um, yeah and i think that I always really translates like. in a good cover like you can sense this deep appreciation but they've just added knowledge at the end of the day it's just adding knowledge hmm. to yeah. you know something that you have a great respect for and um sure. in lockdown my partner and i were doing a lot of covers and the my partner's a very wise, astute person, but one of the things he says about covers stuck with me, which is that if you're going to do a cover, choose a song that you think you could actually make better. Right. And, you know, like that approaching it from that side, I feel like gives you a bit more authority over it as well. You're like, yeah, I can respect this thing that was made, but I Mm -hmm. I actually think I have more to say, like to add. And, you know, it, it... I think you can tell when you hear a cover and it's a little bit scared of the original. Mm, like, mm, don't don't yeah. be scared to o- overpower something because you don't know the power of what you can create if you don't, you know, accept that it's there. 100%, yeah. And I feel like that's what he's done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, song nine is the song that you would sing at karaoke. <laughs> I'm going to... You're laughing. I'm going to read this exactly as you sent it to me. So you've gone for... <laughs> so what you sent me was the greatest love of all Whitney Houston lol <laughs> yeah <laughs> because that's an insane thing to say but like I have right. and I would okay do it again good great it's it's a it's a great song it's a fucking yeah. belter it's amazing I feel <laughs> I've never felt so powerful as singing a Whitney Houston <laughs> song you know you're just like out of the gut sure Okay. Um, so and you know, is, is the reluctance is the reluctance here like a sense of you know, um, like the the audacity kind of thing? Of, yeah, like, it's a little bit like someone. Kind of, right. Okay. Yeah, it's also just like someone right. says, "Oh yeah, I I sing Whitney Houston at karaoke," and you're like, "Yeah, sure you do." <laughs> the fuck, like you know. <laughs> so, um, I completely understand and welcome the skepticism, and I I'm sure. skeptical of myself even saying it, but I right. It's it's a song that I would sing at karaoke and that I have sang, but you didn't ask if I sang it well. <laughs> so, right, okay. Okay. So, um I mean I try to sing it well, but um it's all about having fun, isn't it, karaoke? Sure, yeah, absolutely. And um yeah. 
it's yeah it's it's great i just recently um did karaoke for my friend's birthday and i sang it and by the time i sang it i think there were only two people in that room and it was great (laughs) it was a private little audience for the greatest love of all i mean it's a it's it's a fun thing it really is yeah yeah absolutely there's something so it feels so silly about I believe the children are our future. Yeah. And I know it's I know it's very earnest and I know that <laughs> it's sort of become like slightly iconic as well mm. that particular line but it it got it, it does feel silly. It's you know, really I believe funny. the children are our future like yeah. Yeah, sure. yeah li- quite literally <laughs> babe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's also like so also Jill's friend Eve Blake. Do you know Eve Blake? Yes. So Eve wrote that wrote Fangirls and I was in right. Fangirls last year and there's a boy okay. band in that musical and they they're like a boy band that like sing about the world but also about how cute you are girl. Um and they have uh, a full right. song where the chorus is just dance and think of the children some children are not okay until <laughs> we touch the moon until the world is saved. So it's definitely giving that kind of energy. Oh, that's brilliant. I believe the children are our future. So. Amazing. Yeah. Enjoyable. Okay. That's great. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Song 10 is a song that reminds you of a specific place. So you went for Pang by Caroline Palachuk. Yes. Oh, I love this song. I love this album. I love everything she's ever made. She's just... She's like... Her and Imogen Heap are like two queens who are not in the genre that I I make music in or that my voice suits, but I am constantly mm-hmm. taking things from... Right. Caroline Polachek, um at, at the moment, who inspired some of the production on Temple as well, because it's just so genius. But yeah, Pang reminds me of my first ever international solo trip i went to japan by myself for a couple of weeks and i have a great japan playlist that's got like that and um the japanese house and heim and it was very just like femme empowerment energy and yeah i guess i don't know i think the pang was just like i was in a very weird like crossroads of my life um and i don't know it was like it was almost like She's singing this song about someone, but I felt like I was kind of thinking it about myself a bit. Right, okay. Yeah. But yeah, it's just yeah. It's stunning. Her voice is amazing. It's like, again, more juxtaposition of this, like, the word pang and what that means, but then mm. at the same time, this, like, absolute bust-down beat. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Are they, yeah. It's, it's an absolute banger. Yeah. I'm obsessed with this song as well. It's so good. Um, so yeah, I this is the second um, Carolyn Palachuk song I've had on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I had uh, her cover of Breathless. Oh, I don't know if I've heard that. It's really good. Okay, really good. I'll go listen to that. Um, uh, so yeah, I've, I've had that on the show before. So I've like I've I've come across her before, and like, mm. um, it's a uh, yeah, that that cover is great. Like she's she's amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, completely obsessed with this song. It's incredible. Yeah. It's so good. I think just on like um, a 
a personal level as well. It's like she has been in the industry for like 20 years at this point and sure. is kind of getting her break over the last few years. And I just mm-hmm. like, it just gives me, it makes me feel really comfortable in like this, in, in a world where it's all about this like prodigy complex and how fast you can do it and who's the first and the youngest to do everything. Right. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, you mm-hmm. know, at some point you're never going to be the first or the youngest to do a certain thing in other people's eyes or whatever. But yeah. if you're going to make like truly incredible, like again, forward thinking, original, but you know, I guess like understanding that your music is always going to be derivative and knowing those boundaries, you just accept that and and make something. And I feel like Mm -hmm. that's just what she does. And I guess it takes being 35 to make the best pop music anyone's ever heard. Like, I guess it just, just take that, Yeah, you know, like it's making pop music. That's also like meaningful, but it's also not exactly pop and it's got folk elements and it's operatic and it's, you know, it's Mm -hmm. punky and it's, got reverse doubler like what do you it's crazy it's incredible yeah. yeah but that that makes so much more sense to me than what happens so often which is like you have like you know as you said like the prodigy complex you have like breakthrough stars who are so mm. young um and like someone like like kate bush who you know what was she like 15 when she wrote Wuthering heights like mm. insanely young and, and it's like it's 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 incredible like she's just amazing yeah. but i can't wrap my head around that i don't do not understand a 15 year old being able mm. to sit down and write something that is like you know is sincere number one but like is like actually incredible yeah it makes so much more sense to me that like that artists should become popular when they get to like mid 30s when they've yeah. had lived experiences and they've had like all these different influences mm. f- over a number of years and then are able to perfect their craft and then put it out there totally. like yeah it, I, I i i know it happens i know yeah. there are young people who are getting really good out, but it yeah. just i it doesn't make sense to me i can't i can't understand it in the same way i could with like someone who's like 35 and then all of a sudden people are like now you're creating the best stuff you've ever done and you you should get recognition for it yeah and it's like this weird thing of like because people like kate bush exist there's this Mm. expectation on other 15 year olds and then random 15 year olds just get pushed into places where they're not kate bush but they've they've been told they have to be kate bush and then we all i'm 25 and i'm like oh i've wasted 10 years of my life not being kate bush and it's like well that was (laughs) never gonna happen babe you know So it's interesting in that way, but I'm just, it's very heartening, I guess, to see someone yeah. who's just gone, well, I've hustled really hard. No one mm-hmm. gave me my flowers, but I kept working Yeah. and I'm making some of the most interesting music uh-huh. ever. I've, yeah. it's, it's such a consolidation of what's good, mm-hmm. <laughs> like over the last yeah, 50 absolutely. years of music, like it really is, it's like a case study in, in like f- future pop futurism. Mm yeah definitely. you know it's just it's it's glorious yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so the japan tour then so how did that how'd that go for you it was great i really i needed it i was doing harry potter at that time and i got two weeks of leave that whole year we all did uh-huh. um and it was i really just needed to be alone and i really needed to not be in melbourne and right I happened to choose a place that was where, like, learning a new language was 
incredible and like needing needing to know that took my focus off other things and Mm. I don't know just I think it's always you know when you're in a turbulent place in your life you can just or you know you're having a turbulent conversation sure you can move into the next room but when that's everywhere you look you do kind of need to just like escape somewhere else um and I was very lucky to be able to do that but um yeah it was like very creatively fulfilling very like soul filling as well and um having been on a schedule since I started school all the way up until Harry Potter that's like you know 21 years of my life um it's a lot for a person and it's a lot for a person who's never had a chance to figure out who they are outside of a schedule or who they are outside of what somebody's told them they are so it was Mm. kind of the a very important self-discovery trip and that, and not necessarily because I was in a foreign country and that's like a self-discovery trope, but I think it was mostly the solitude that was right, necessary. Okay. It was like a, it was a little bit like a silent retreat at times because you would mm. just meet, you would, I was in this tiny town of like a thousand people where nobody spoke English and half right. the time you like go to places where you can just order your ramen with a button and you don't speak to anyone. So it's just like... Sure. It gave me yeah. a lot of necessary time with my thoughts. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Um, yeah. I'm always interested to get an understanding of, like, you know, the, the song you picked, but also, like, why you've picked that particular yeah. place as well. Makes a lot yeah. of sense. Um, yeah. And I could I could see why that, that song would, would take you back as well, because it's quite... Um, it does have that, that uh, similar kind of vibe. It kind of lends itself to what you're talking about there as well. Yeah. Quite nicely, so. It's like it's very, yeah. like... You sort of, uh, I don't know, I was living very, very tight and compressed. And I feel like sure. going going on a trip and going by myself, like, allowed everything to, like, expand out and then cr- sort of crash back in. And that's sort of what the song feels yeah. like. This, like, very fast, rapid, like, forceful processing in a yeah. way that's, like, entirely necessary. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Absolutely. All right, perfect. Song 11 is a song that reminds you of a specific person. So you went for Stay True. Yeah. I love this song to this day. It's like one of my favorite songs ever. Mm-hmm. Um, it actually, it's weird because I've just kind of, the specific play song was related to myself as well. But it's really hard to like choose a song that reminded me of someone in a way that I was like happy to talk about it. So I, okay, sure. I I chose this one because it reminds me of who I was at this point. And okay. and it's it's you know, it's got like a heartbroken unlucky in love element and then it's got a sort mm-hmm. of looking to the future of a relationship element. And that's kind of right. where I was at um mm-hmm. in my life. So I guess it's like all of the people that surround that phase of my life is what this song kind of reminds me of, including myself. Um, sure. okay. But you know, that chorus of stay true like a true one do, it's like you're saying that to, yeah. you know, the person that you're falling for or whatever, but I'm also kind of saying it to myself. I'm like, don't lose yourself in shit again. Mm. Like you have mm-hmm. to be solid with yourself first because um, I guess over the yeah. years, especially with lockdown and everything, I've learned that I have to try and be my friend and I can't, I really don't think I could continue surviving if I wasn't so a lot of 
it, this song is like a lot about my investment to my friendship with myself as well. Hmm. Okay, I love that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think it's it's just it's like the, the um they lose yourself again. I think the again is the key word in the in the song because it is kind of like the stay true sense is like obviously coming from the perspective of someone who's been through this before. Yeah. Like I'm not doing this again. Like I've been through it way too many times. Um yeah. and this is like and it's that's quite I find that quite empowering as well in in a in a way that um maybe more uh, bombastic hip hop or pop kind of leaves me a little bit colder. This is like very um I think it's just somebody who's very clued into what they what they need in their life at this particular mm-hmm. moment in time and like very sure of themselves as well. I think that takes a lot of a lot of vulnerability and a lot of strength to be very clear with your with your boundaries and like mm. what you need in your life um so yeah i i i love this song yeah. musically as well it's just it's it's stunning yeah i um yeah the uh the little um and this is where my vocabulary is gonna let me down but the little the little high notes yeah 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 and then the way she like plays her vocal like off that at times as well which mm. is like god it's good it's it's just it's so it's so nice it's such a beautiful lovely song all of her music really has this like sense of collaboration between instruments like including the voice as an instrument not something that sits apart from it and she i think she does that really really well yeah Yeah. it's also like this the journey of listening to this song like I think when I first heard it, it was like, wow, I really want to feel like that. I can't wait till I feel <laughs> like I'm hella hip this time. I ain't going down with the ship this time. Like, fuck the bullshit. Yeah. Don't don't mess with me. I can't wait to feel like that. And then you get to the stage where you do feel like that, then you lose it again. It's like, you know, right. there's so many different ways to hear that. Yeah. yeah. It's... Um, okay. How do you hear it now? I think I hear it in a bit more of that lost sense again because not necessarily because of the love aspect. I'm, you know, I'm very happy now um, when it comes to relationships and love. But Uh that aspect of I'm hip, I know what's going on. I think Mm -hmm. I've lost that a little bit. (laughs) And there's like, you know, there's such a vulnerability in listening to it now knowing that there was a time where I was hip. And I right. and I okay. understood, and I wasn't going to let people mess with me. And now maybe I'm in mm-hmm. a time of, of my life where I'm finding it harder to uh, choose who's allowed to mess with me. Sure. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, I think I'm back in I that mean, phase of wanting to feel yeah. that way again. Yeah. But I guess that like there's, I think that the the thing about it is like there's obviously a very cyclical nature to the song, mm. right? I think there is a like there's an understanding that it will like this too shall pass. Um it like and and that goes for like that goes for the positives and the negatives. Like mm. you will you f- you find that place where you're like yeah, you feel hip, you feel comfortable, you feel like you, you know you're on the right track. Um you know that that will go. You'll lose that like that's just that's how it goes. Yeah. And then you'll feel like you're searching for it again and then eventually you'll find it but it's not a case of like once you find it then 
you're done you're like you've you've reached the destination it's going to be mm. a, a consistent journey and that like i may be reading a lot into the song there but i did feel like that that sense of you know an understanding that this is like this is something that will be ongoing this is something that um will continue to happen mm. I yeah i think that's a, a perfect read on it it's even like, you know, she establishes they're in a car in the first line of the song. It's already transitory. So I completely yeah. get what you're saying. Mm. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Uh, song 12 is a song that motivates you. So you went for Bouncing by Tanashi. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a great beat. <laughs> great beat. Fun lyrics. A lot of attitude. Yeah. It's kind of bratty. It's a mm-hmm. great music video. If you haven't seen it, the choreography is insane. And yeah, like okay. just it's like one of the songs that's on my like gym playlist. So I work out to it. it makes me feel motivated. Right. Okay. Also motivated okay. in the sense that like Tinashe is like uh, still not signed to a major label. Like as an independent artist to like do what she's doing is like absolutely crazy. Oh shit! Right. Okay. Yeah. So she was, wow. and then she left, and she's continued to just like make music on her own terms and be successful. Which Amazing. um yeah. yeah, okay, fair enough. So this is, this is very straight. Um, this is very straight down the line. Then in terms of like motivates you, okay. Good. Yeah, yeah, Mo- yeah. Um, motivates me in that sense, and also comes you know. Yeah, yeah. Pumps me up. Good beat. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah. I it's 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 one of those I don't I I, I don't think I have a huge amount to say about it, but it is just it is such a fun vibe. It's yeah. um, yeah. It, it's it's so good I can see why it would be something that you would stick on in the gym um, yeah. and get pumped too but yeah it's uh, it's it's very energetic and yeah yeah I, I've I've really really enjoyed listening to this one as well yeah it's a bit like an energy drink and I don't drink energy drinks so I'm assuming mm. that this is what it's like um, sure. but it yeah. just feels like a yeah. real cold slap to the face like wake up and shake booty <laughs> is very the vibe <laughs> And you know, yeah, that's what that's how I aspire yeah. to be. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a very confident song. It's <clears throat> it's just oozing confidence mm-hmm. and like security. And you know, mm-hmm. yeah, there's probably not there's not a lot to say about it, but I yeah. think sometimes there just isn't, yeah. and it's just a great song. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Wake up and shake booty is um, <laughs> yeah. I've got a a tramp stamp with that written on. It. <laughs> yeah. Um, great. Tattoo. Great. Yeah, yeah, love that. Stuff, yeah. yeah, who's your artist? I might want to get that. <laughs> uh, all right, song 13 is a song that someone introduced you to. So you went for Beverly Hills by Fonte and Devin Morrison. Yeah, my partner introduced me to this. Maybe. Okay. Oh, we were already, yeah, we were together, but like kind of early stage of us being together. And he's a, a jazz trained musician and he plays a billion instruments and is it produces my songs and we do ultra fine together. Um, and mm-hmm. so like m- being with someone who has like such a different musical sensibility and like taste to mine is so interesting because mm-hmm. I keep getting introduced to things I would never normally find. But this is one of those songs that is at the perfect like intersection of what we both love. Like right, okay. a cheeky lyric, great vocals, excellent production, a good beat, funky chords. Yeah. yeah. A beautiful arrangement. Like it's hilarious. It's like a funny song too. Like there's parts of it that are funny. Um yeah, but yeah, it just is, reminds yeah. me of 
of my partner and like and our many sessions of writing music together and listening to music together and how every song he shows me is like incredible and I learn a lot um, right. but this is yeah, pro- the f- one of the first ones that stuck with me that I'm like oh th- I need to keep this guy around if the music records are this good <laughs> <laughs> so th- th- this this was a deliberate recommendation this was like as opposed to just something he had on this was like yeah this like was this him going oh you'll stuff. like this listen to that nice okay yeah Good. yeah I love that especially early doors if someone gets that gets you musically i think that's incredibly romantic yeah we were making like joint playlists together before we were even properly dating and i was like well that makes sense now that's yeah yeah that's very intimate (laughs) yeah that's that's very vulnerable what's going on there (laughs) (laughs) um yeah 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 i great song i'm obsessed with the 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 vocal on this like it's just i could I could listen to him saying anything, I think, and I would All just day. be like, yes, I would just be on board. Um, the harmonies, and too. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I love the lyrics. <laughs> it's just it's just a song about a man trying to fuck before he leaves. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just, like, the, the second verse is more or less like a bad date. Isn't it like I am I reading yeah. this wrong? It's basically like, yeah, she um what she like what um Did he say something? She's got an attitude or something. Yeah, she uh, said she said, um black guys are totally chill is what she said. Black guys yeah, and I he remember goes, that one. Yeah, um, black okay, guys are totally pushed my chill. plate, walked away and told the told the waiter she would cover the bill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so it's so funny, it's so true because yeah, it is like I've got one night. I need to do this thing. But then it's also like, it didn't work out. And it's like, but this is Beverly Hills. I don't know what I was expecting. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, damn, Um, of course that happened. This is Beverly fucking Hills. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, this is she acted kind of funny, but hey, what could I do? What could I say? Ain't nothing like a lady in Hills. Mm. So we went on a date. She forgot my name and said, black guys are totally chill. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh god, it's yeah, it's great. And it's, the harmony it's... on that line too is so uneasy. Right. It's so mm-hmm. dissonant. So smart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's brilliant. I really like that one. Um, alright, perfect. Song fourteen is a song you wouldn't expect to like. So you went for Jailbreak the Tesla yeah. by NG Reserve. <laughs> oh my god, I'm just now remembering all of the insane shit I put on here. Leah, like another vibe switch up for no reason <laughs> I just was really racking my brain and I was like going through my Look, playlist and I was like I di- this doesn't align with my taste but I yeah, listen to it like, you, you, you cannot one thing you cannot do when you're putting the list together is analyse the song uh, analyse the list as a list of songs yeah yeah. The, there is no coherent Current, flow yeah. to, to how the, the songs come together that's not an expectation so. no <laughs> good <laughs> Because you yeah. will not find that here. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's different. It's very different. It's very aggressive, which mm-hmm. I do enjoy aggressive music when I'm working out. Um, mm-hmm. Or aggressively loud or just like very... Like a lot of attitude because it just amps me up. But... Right. Um, 
this song is just a little bit insane, like production wise, it's not something I go for, like the car sounds. Yeah. Um my favorite bit of the song is when he goes, Your engine go vroom and my engine go because it's a Tesla, so it doesn't make any sound. <laughs> and I thought that was funny. <laughs> um the lyrics yep. are just unhinged, it's just like a bit cooked. Yeah. But it's yeah. it's got such a thick juicy beat so yeah. like if you're if you're doing the leg press or a deadlift and you're like <laughs> I can't make it through this put on this yeah. song and you will make it through it trust me you'll do three more sets yeah yeah <laughs> absolutely yeah it's um it's something it's um <laughs> yeah I <laughs> This is, I just I, feel yeah, like I, someone's handed me the aux cord and I've really let them down, is how I'm feeling right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, you've trusted me with this and I've played you Jailbreak the Tesla. <laughs> and now I'm like so embarrassed. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. I, yeah, I mean, look, it, is, is this my taste in music? No. Um, but did I enjoy it? Also no. Um, <laughs> no, I'm joking. I am. Um, yeah, it's it's. I, I've I've come across quite a few like uh like um like like hyper pop kind of like um like like a hundred gex kind of thing. Like mm. it's just very full on, and it takes me a while to sort of to warm to it and appreciate it. And like I don't know, there there are elements of it that are very jarring. That it takes a little bit of time getting used to. 100%. Do you know what it's like? It's like um, I I say with like 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 screamo you you brought up or like heavy metal. Yeah. I feel like a lot of that is like um, I always use the analogy of like, it's like whiskey. It's like any kind of acquired taste, but I, I think I, I like whiskey as an analogy because um, I don't know if you drink whiskey at all or have drunk yeah, whiskey. I've sometimes yeah. highballs. <laughs> right, sure. So I think the first time you you drink whiskey, if you're just drinking it straight all you can taste is the alcohol like that's the that's mm. all that hits you and um if you're having like scotch whiskey for example all you get is like the sort of the peat the smoke you don't really get much flavor to it but the more you drink the more you get used to it the less that becomes a focus and the more you can taste like other sort of notes within it mm-hmm. um and i think like screamo and heavy metal is very similar in that sense like you know you, you just hear like a wall of noise you just hear a man screaming at you and you're mm-hmm. like, it's very off-putting yeah but once you get through that there's a lot of like really like proficient like musical elements within it and very like intricate um parts to it mm. um so i think this is like similar but this is more like this is less whiskey this is more like i don't know tequila or <laughs> you know uh moonshine Sambuca or something <laughs> yeah moonshine yeah absolutely yeah yeah Yeah. it's it's like drinking hand sanitizer (laughs) (laughs) that's how i describe like it's not like i I don't know if like is it good no is it music maybe not but like do i like it kind of yeah yeah and like it's kind of comedic like jailbreak the tesla is an insane thing to say and i just love that yeah yeah I do like I the, the sort of the I don't know it sounds like a laser gun or something um, oh yeah do it, the, do it do it yeah like that's very intense I find that very difficult yeah. but the, the actual like the the 
the rap and everything in between like is is great yeah i really like the lyrics as well i think it was really funny i really like it, it just appealed to me because like i'm i'm 32 and i had an ipod touch and you mentioned limewire on crack and i was like brilliant yeah, like, yeah. i i loved limewire i had an ipod touch yeah so like yeah that kind of stuff is 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 great and it's like it's really tightly written like the, the lyrics themselves yeah. are great and actually it does um, take you on a bit of a journey yeah. like it's it we're talking yeah. about like the things we used to be able to crack and now we're cracking full cars yeah and absolutely. i yeah. really like the reference to west coast customs because i used to watch that with mm. my little brother when i was a kid get a yeah, tesla and take absolutely. it to west coast customs like what an iconic line yeah <laughs> yeah 100%. Also, ragging on um, Elon is something that I'll always appreciate. So keep doing that oh, if you're making music. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm on board. Uh, all right. Song 15, then, is a song you think everyone should listen to. So you're going for No Kink in the Wire. Oh, yeah. Great song. She's just put out a new song called Sunback, which is also great. Um, okay. Kosha is somebody I discovered because I listened to a lot of Muramasa in high school. Um, okay. and she was on one of his songs. Um, and then she's also an, another independent artist that's just like out here making like incredible music and mm-hmm. incredibly unique music and unique visuals and has like, yeah, it's, it's sort of like she understands the R&B pop soul kind of formula really well and then she brings Mm -hmm. her own elements to it and Mm -hmm. um yeah i think i guess like from the start to the end of the list is what we're learning is like the the confidence is growing or something it's like a very confident song Mm -hmm. you know like it's lost some of that wondering or it's lost a bit of that feeling unsure it's like very secure in in it in itself and who she is Mm -hmm. um and, and uh, what an interesting way to describe that no kink in the wire. It's like mm-hmm. a great phrase. Yeah. And also yeah. like kind of something you would think was unsingable, but she sings it. Yeah. It's, again, it's an insanely beautiful song. I um, I think that's like a bit of a theme throughout the songs that um, uh, when I was saying at the start, like I don't really have the, the vocabulary for it, or, like the knowledge of the genre, but like like all of these songs that have sort of fit into this category have been just really chill for me but with like really interesting musical elements that I can fixate on and mm. like and and pick out and I find that the most relaxing I think there are there are certain songs um uh like Saturn Returns like um that you could you could give me a 20 minute version of that song I wouldn't notice I would just like I would just be transported yeah um but i think the thing that i found most relaxing was when there's a song that just like completely takes you away um i felt like i'm floating listening to this song Mm. but there are elements of it that will just like take me out of my own head because i want to like pick apart like what 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 are they doing there what what's what's going on in that part of the song um so yeah it's like it's really interesting really Mm. intricate really complex yeah yeah it's a it's it's great yeah it's so good yeah i love her little her attention to detail like in her harmonies and ad-libs but also like sonically there's so many like little fun like crunchy sounds and like she Mm. has a really i feel like a really 
solid understanding of like the ebb and flow that happens when you're listening and and Mm -hmm. when you need less and when you need more like she really pulls back and then gives you everything which is such a skill and also her vocal production i love her vocal production it inspired a lot um of what we did on temple because uh compared to a lot of other artists her vocal production is actually really minimal and Mm -hmm. there's something about listening to somebody sing and knowing that's a person's voice and it not feeling like overproduced because we're getting into this era now where people are just you can make an ai sound like anybody like there was Mm -hmm. that song came there was a song that came out and it was like about jay-z or something and they had a verse on it they made an ai rap as jay-z but he you know like it was never him and so we're getting into Mm -hmm. this like era now of like dolly parton is working with engineers right now to recreate her voice in ai so after she passes away she can keep releasing music and i'm like but we're gonna know that it's not you and so there's something about like having really minimally produced vocals we can hear kind of a bit grating or you can hear the singer like get up to the note and it's not always perfect Mm -hmm. and there's i love that she's kept that in and that's empowered me to keep it in as in my music Mm. too um because you want to feel like that's a real person saying something to you um Mm -hmm. and it feels like a very feels like a conversation between like siblings or friends or something like it's Mm -hmm. it's very like quietly powerful like that yeah yeah i'll see yeah perfect um all right well that is a a a lovely note to end on um one other song i want to talk about because um, I usually ask at this point if anyone has, if, if you know, the guest has something that they want to plug or promote. Um, oh. So I'll bring up uh, <laughs> Temple yeah. um, by Manali. Hey. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm obsessed. I think it's an it's a insanely beautiful song. Obviously, so when um, I peek behind the curtain, uh, Jillian Cosgrave, friend of the show, uh, put us in touch with one another said that you had this song out um and that i should check it out i've also had signs by uh ultrafine on the show before um so yeah i i again this is the, a song that is in heavy in rotation for me at the moment um i think it's i think it's beautiful um but are you comfortable talking about it a little bit yeah. about like yeah what it's about or what the production on it is like yeah of course um yeah, I started writing this song like over a year ago now, um, which is crazy that it took almost a year to make. Um, uh-huh. But the kind of seed of inspiration was from Monks by Frank Ocean. He has this lyric that's okay. Indian girl sleeps above the temple planning to run away. And he kind of extrapolates uh-huh. on that. And then they do run away kind of in the outro. Um, and so it was inspired by this like, oh, that's me. And what? what is this story of like these people who are running away and they're being ostracized, they're being chased. Like he's got this Mm -hmm. lyric, your father's army trailing us, you know, all this stuff. Like, um, they've run away to the forest. So that was like very evocative. And I sort of had that in my head. I was like listening to that song and then, yeah, this story kind of came out of it and then became my own thing of just Mm -hmm. like, um, yeah. Story about like two people who, have found like a sanctuary away from maybe what is expected or what is um, prescribed. Like they're creating their love in their own way. And it was very intentionally like about my experiences with like love and sensuality, but then also specifically about like the queer experience and queer love and how 
um, often that can be something that uh, unfortunately has to be experienced in secret or there's like a lot of shame around and I wanted to create mm-hmm. or there has been for me but I wanted to create like a safe space to explore like the euphoria and the and the excitement and the sensuality of what it means to <laughs> rebel and also mm-hmm. to feel like this to feel this attack or to feel this suffocation but find a place where there's openness and safety and curiosity and beauty in that um and mm. so yeah it's it's like a blend of my experiences with love um and sensuality but then also came from a really like technical standpoint of wanting to find what my sound is and that'll keep changing throughout my life but it's sort of like oh my voice can do this but I enjoy writing lyrics like this and I enjoy production like this and how do you blend it together because for some people it doesn't make sense for me those three things didn't always align and so it was a process of like creating that yeah alignment I guess and um having a lot of fun with the production with my partner and putting in things like yeah. tabla and basari which are instruments from you know the homeland and mm. making this sort of like adding this interesting instrumental element um was yeah really fun yeah. and i love i'm i'm really proud of the lyrics and i'm proud of the project and you know the music video is coming out soon so everyone keep an eye out oh, for nice. that <laughs> um so yeah it's it's it, it was a very long process but like very um, rewarding. Yeah. Beautiful. Alright, well, thank you very much. Thank you. And that is it for episode 74 of Mixtape and Entity. Thank you so much for listening. So yeah, I've already mentioned, uh, please go and check out those songs. If you like the, the, the songs that we talked through here, you will definitely enjoy Temple by Manali and you'll also enjoy Signs by Ultrafine. Both amazing songs. Well worth checking out. If you're looking for a quick, easy and uh, crucially free way to support an artist, uh, there's a link in the description of the podcast where you can review Temple uh, on triple j website which can just help in terms of exposure and getting more people listening to the to that music um so if you can spare the two minutes to do it please go and do that we'd much appreciate it if you like this show and you want to support it uh, if you're in a position to support us financially you can do that through coffee throw a couple of bucks for an episode that you've enjoyed much appreciated if you're not in a position to do that totally understandable just please support the show in other ways again free things you can do review the podcast rate it on whatever uh, platform you're listening to it on uh, and just tell your friends get more people listening any and all support is very much appreciated i'll be back next week for episode 75 so in the meantime look after yourselves i'll speak to you then